This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers podcast. This week, Ridge and I are super excited to be here with Bridget and Carrie Ann of Deco Crate. How's it going, guys? Good. It's good. Good. It's We've good. got the uh, sister power couple here. So. Yeah. Uh, excited to have you guys. Um, Bridget, I hear that you have a little experience in the, the Disney world or... Um. So Disney princess is natural to me. Uh-huh. It's like who I am when I'm in the forest, the animals come. No, really, truly, it's weird. Um, <laughs> but when Frozen came out, yeah. I was sitting in the theater, and one of my friends looked at me and said, you know you look like her, right? <laughs> and then it started this thing. People online started, hey, do you know you look like Elsa? Hey, have you noticed you look like Elsa? <laughs> and so actually, Carrie Ann and I were like, let's do it. And we grabbed a friend who was a, she could sew. And mm-hmm. so we found the materials. We designed our, the costumes ourselves. And we did it really? for like two years, yeah. Wow. It was fun. Singing wow. and reading stories and going to parties. So you'd go to like parties and like mm-hmm. events and stuff like that? Yeah. It wow. was, That's I actually awesome. keep running across pictures, you know, you have those memories uh-huh. on social mm-hmm. media and it's all my nieces and nephews and Carrie Ann saying, they don't even know it's Aunt Boo. That's what they call me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's That's Elsa. So it was just so magical to have, you know, it was fun. It was probably really fun for you too, to yeah. like see all the smiling faces and the Or reactions. the screams. Or Kids either screen. love you oh. or they hide under a chair and cry. Okay. It's, okay. So it's one of the two. But yeah, it was a lot of fun and I'm a glitter obsessed human. And so, <laughs> you know, putting on my sparkly shoes and my cape, it was my best life. That's awesome. Sure. That's super cool. What, uh, what stopped you from doing that eventually? Um, well, honestly, I'm an adventurer uh-huh. and I got, after two years, I told Karen, I said, I just have to cut off my hair and be done with this. I cannot... It was just too much of the same thing. Yeah. So yeah. we stopped it. I chopped my hair off. I dyed it red, actually, for the last couple of years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Complete opposite. Uh-huh. And started a new adventure, really. But um, it's Frozen 2's back. I've thought about it a few times. But right, yeah. It's I don't think the... so. I think that chapter is closed <laughs> yeah, you're and done. we loved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't both of you tell us, I guess, uh, a couple more things about, about your life before you got into this current adventure that, that you're in now. Well, you want to you tell a fun story about you? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I come from a very creative background. I have run a small sign business. I went to cosmetology school. Okay. Everything I've done, I find it all comes back to the same thing, and that's creating mm-hmm. everything, every mm-hmm. part of my life, every job I've enjoyed. And so I've just done many things. I finished school last year as a cosmetologist, and this year moving into this, I, I was certain I was going to go to a salon and just do hair. Um, but then when this opportunity came up, it was just as exciting because it was another it was another creation. Yeah. And so, um, but like she said, we, we kind of always seek adventure. We Our entire lives, we have chased the dream. Yeah. I think from a really young age, um, my parents were entrepreneurs. And okay. so they raised us under 
you know, chase the dream, uh-huh. go get it. Mm-hmm. And awesome. from a young age, we all worked. We all, they had trade shows that they did. And so we would go assist at those. Um, and so we kind of just grew up in the business life. What did your parents do? They worked for, they did um, bus routing for school districts. Oh. So it's a really random niche, you know, yeah. that, but they, they were really successful. And like she said, they had us go to trade shows their first conferences, I was 14 and they were having me organize them and do the meal planning and, oh. and whatnot. So we've been planning and event planning since we were teenagers. Yeah. It's because it's just, they needed people to do it and they're, yeah. they had seven kids. Yeah. So why wouldn't you yeah. have your kids do it? <laughs> so yeah, we've always been, I, I think all of us, they had a really successful life. They did a lot with their company. And so we know we can be successful if yeah. we, you know, put all in. That's super cool. Did you go to school? like formal school yeah yeah no 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 i started into college as a music major uh-huh. and realized that was not what i wanted to do <laughs> and i actually started a business oh really at 18 i said i i don't want to do college. i mean because that's what you do at 18 right like yeah. college stinks i'm not doing that yeah. <laughs> so, so i started a business okay um have you ever seen mall cop yeah back of course. In the day? so yeah. you know her unbelievable <laughs> So I had one of those carts in the mall, and then I had three of those carts in the mall in two really? different states. Yeah, really. Yeah. So wow. we were always wandering awesome. around with our fake hair, and I had all my ladies, and it was really fun. That's but fun. it was a trend, mm-hmm. and so when the trend died down, by that time I was young, married, and pregnant, and so we started a wedding planning business, uh, and we did that. We did thirty weddings in one summer, our first year. Oh wow! Yeah. So it was crazy. Yeah. And this was the two of you that did that? Together? No, it was actually me and my husband, you and your husband. that did that. Okay. Yeah, she was off at school and doing her own thing at that time. I was, I'm younger than her. And so at that time I had started into nail school and was kind of diving into the beauty industry where I then got my instructor's license. So then okay. I was helping teach at beauty schools. Okay. So we were kind of just doing different business opportunities on both ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Had you guys always wanted to come together? Like, have you always wanted to come together and start your own business? I would say no, (laughs) because actually I would say the last few years, especially Uh because we've been doing, you know, whenever we get involved, I was in the celiac disease foundation. I did the events. I was in the PTA. I did the events. Like I've always done events. Carrie Ann's always been involved helping with events and doing Uh her own events. But, um, I would say the last few years we've actually fought this partnership because people would say, Oh, you guys aren't, you're just such a good team. I don't think you could work without each other. And we are deniers of that we feel like independently we could do some really awesome things but we are a better team yeah and we know that well because nobody wants to hear too that you can't do something without someone you're only good because of this yeah Yeah. Yeah. you want to feel like you you got this on your own if it need be and so well i think we complement each other well i don't think there was ever a time we doubted that we couldn't do it on our own yeah yeah yeah, i think we actually fought the partnership more than embraced Uh it at first I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just nice to know that you can do something. It's like, yeah. yeah, you know that they can do something, but it's nice to know that you can because, like, we're our own worst enemy. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and we, we got that a lot because we are a good partnership. So uh-huh. people would say it so much that we were kind of like, hmm. Yeah. No, I could do this on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this. <laughs> so, what led you guys to end up coming together and wanting to start something? Well, I think just the, uh, probably the, humbling moment of understanding (laughs) that yes we could do it alone but together Uh it is better because we play off each other's strengths really well i'll see maybe far out and she'll see close up and then the next thing we're doing is the opposite 
where she'll see far out and I see close up for yeah. an event, you know, or the details of it. Or I love textures and fabrics a lot. And mm-hmm. Carrie Ann is very good at finding these obscure, amazing pieces to complement our event. Yeah. Okay. I don't have patience for that. <laughs> but she does a really good job with it. So we do complement each other. And I think it was just finally coming to the moment where we knew that was true and embracing it. Mm-hmm. So it was a humbling moment. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's the story of Deco Crate then? How did you guys come up with this idea? I think Deco Crate, we keep coming back to this as the business is building, has been in the works for 10 to 15 years. Okay. Like that sounds kind of silly, but everything we have done in the last few months to curate and put this company together um, there's been elements that happened five, ten, yeah. eight years ago, and that all we feel like have have led up to this moment. And it's even little things. There will be like one special piece from one of our crates that she's been hauling around for twelve years, yeah. or I've had one for eight years. And I think one thing that we do have in common is we are collectors of unique items <laughs> that make absolutely no sense to anybody else in the world to own. Yet we have to have them. <laughs> and But it's been some of those little pieces yeah. that have been key parts of starting this business. And so um, we keep saying, like I said, for, for years this has been in the making, just different parts of it. Uh-huh. So we just officially launched in March. March. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's kind of funny. It's built itself for years. We just had to finally name it. And we should have known that. We would do events and we would haul half our houses to these events. Yeah. And everyone would be like, where do you get this stuff? Because it's so random. Like uh-huh. our house is empty. Go. Yeah. That's, seriously, that's exactly. what I always say. You should go walk through my house. There's nothing in it right now. <laughs> but, I mean, it's weird things. Like we have a mermaid crate. And when we were putting it together, we thought we just need something shiny. I mean, it's mermaid. You need shiny stuff. We were missing something. And I ran into what is now our deco crate garage it's my garage (laughs) and I had this whale tail a gold whale tail that I had bought 10 years ago and I just loved it so much and it had no place and it does not fit my house at all and I kept trying to put it random places but I loved it and it was perfect for the mermaid crate it just completed Hmm. this little thing so it really is we we fall in love with pieces we love history if if a piece has a story behind it even better we just um, we've been working with museums and theaters lately and so that's been a lot of fun because uh-huh. they have a lot of history. Yeah. You know, where they got it, what they used it for, yeah. and now it's coming to us. Yeah. Why don't you tell us, like, what DecoCrate is for our listeners that might not have heard of it? Because it is kind of a unique business idea. It's not something that you see every day, right? Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely don't want it every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so DecoCrate is an i it's a crate it's a mm-hmm. party in a box essentially but we didn't want to call it a party in a box because mm-hmm. that sounds very lame and cheap <laughs> <laughs> deco crate is things that we have crafted ourselves we're extremely crafty so we handcraft yeah. a lot of what we do or the items that we've found and curated specifically for a crate so we have a mermaid crate and it's the tablecloth and the centerpiece and then all these really special pieces to make a mermaid party mm-hmm. or we have a pirate one where we have a lot of really fun ones in the works we have hollywood so there's all these different party themes and all you have to do is go on our website and put a deposit down and you rent it hmm. so it can come to your door or you can pick it up from our shop and you can set it up or we can set it up but we have youtube videos and blogs that help our customers okay. so that they can create this really special yeah. tablescape 
that's cool so it like almost helps them be creative without having Mm -hmm. to deal with getting everything because some people just like want to be creative but they're like oh i can't get everything well you know that's the biggest problem in parties is you know you want to put on this amazing special event or gathering Mm -hmm. especially right now small gathering for your family members you love this person or Mm -hmm. your best friend but then you start into it and now you're all this money into it and all this time and it's not even close to what you had imagined right well it's also cool because like a lot of people buy things for this party but then they'll never use it again and then it's just sitting there so it makes a lot more sense to be able to rent it for well and we say that our crates are eco-friendly too because um, these items are not disposable paper items. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are, you know, tangible items that we go through sanitizing and disinfecting as they're returned. But, you know, you think about when somebody hosts a baby shower, they host it for their best friend. They spend hundreds of dollars. And then at the end of the day, they do what? They either throw it away or they try to maybe resell it on a local group or yeah. they throw it in the closet because they're not going to do another baby shower <laughs> yeah. anytime soon. Right. You know, and so we do have... Um, a gender reveal or a baby shower crate that we have where they can just come rent it from us. They set it up. At the end of the day, we pick it up, take care of it. Mm -hmm. So it it is a very eco-friendly option too because things aren't getting thrown away. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, that's so cool. So um, when someone gets a crate, like what else do they need for the party? Obviously, it doesn't come with the food. So like, can they expect that this crate is going to have pretty much everything they need in terms of decorations for, for a party? Yep, all they have to do is add the food. That's awesome. Really, truly. Because it comes with a tablecloth even, you know. Yeah. And a table. Oh, I guess they need awesome. a table, but they can get one from us. That's right. an option. Oh, cool. Okay. But, yeah, it's really just add the food. And we work with a lot of awesome partners. We actually have teamed up. We have open house next week. Mm-hmm. But we've teamed up with all these other small businesses that also started during these times. And oh, so we have all these cool partners that can do cupcakes or, oh, you know, wow. the, it's really cool to do the platters right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we have these fun... Um, People we work with that give our customers discounts and stuff. Yeah. Well, and we start each, you know, each crate rental with the thing we call our possibilities proposal. Mm -hmm. And when we sit down with the possibilities proposal, we list out basically everything you can rent um, within the realm of the entire event being, you know, done for you. And so usually in that possibilities proposal, we show you our different vendors and the people that you could partner with so that if you don't want to go find the food, you don't have to. It's all right here for you. Nice. So, but it also allows you to basically still be the designer and the creator of your event and still take the credit for being, you know, the hostess with the most is. Yeah. But you didn't have to do anything. That's cool. Okay. So who's the open house for? The open house is for anyone. We're going to do it online, virtually, oh. and we're going to do it in person. And we're putting out all of our crates. And oh, all these cool. awesome vendors, like I said, are coming and putting their food there so that they can show off what they're doing, too. We're really excited. It's almost like a mini trade show sort of thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, That's mini cool. trade show. That's cool. So it's so we walked to, it's actually at my house. So we walked the house yesterday and like, we're going to put the Hollywood crate here and we're going to have live <laughs> music. So the piano needs to sit here and it's going to be a lot of fun. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So there's so many, obviously, different types of parties. You have, like, birthday parties, baby showers, graduations, work parties. Do you kind of try to focus on certain sorts of events, or are you wanting to create crates for any type of party? No, we, because I think our imagines and love for adventure, our imagines, (laughs) 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 we could cut that out. (laughs) Our imaginations are really big, Yeah. and our love for adventure is really big, and we're after that magical response. We're all over. We want to host all gatherings, all parties. We're not trying to fit one specific group of people. In fact, I would, I had a lady come to me and say, I want your unicorn 
party for retirement, but that seems weird. I was like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Let's That's do actually it. really awesome. Right? Yeah. How cool is that? So. We, have a, we have a sister who's turning 30 this year, too, and she's postponing her parties given current circumstances. She wants to have a big But party. she wants to have a magical celebration. And so we actually plan on throwing a party for her that has the unicorn crate plus the mermaid crate plus, and so, because she just wants it to be magical 30. So yeah. she's taking all of it. Yeah, she's taking awesome. all the magic. That's cool. Um, so since you guys already have experience like starting businesses in the past, were there things that you had learned that helped you when you got this business started, like mistakes you had made in the past or things that you knew that you needed to do in order to get this business going properly? There definitely were. It's been actually hilarious to start business this time mm-hmm. yeah. because while we knew we had to hustle, we knew we had to kind of make a workflow and all these things. Our first real business day, we had all these sticky notes, the massive post-its, and we wrote our vision and our goals and we have big goals we want to go nationwide we have all these things we want to do so writing it out but then we were googling things like what is dba and that's doing business as we didn't know that she's like what's the dba and i'm like i don't know should we know what a dba is she's like i don't know let's google it it was like this moment of so it's been hilarious because I mean I haven't personally run my own business for like twenty years, so it right. it's reminding myself of those things. Yeah, and it's it can be intimidating, you know, sure. starting a business because yeah. you feel like you know what you're doing, and then you don't know what a DBA is, and it's such yeah. a silly thing. Yeah, but like you don't know until yeah. you do it, until yeah. you start a business and have to figure it out. So it's it's pretty humbling. I think. <laughs> And we think we know what we're doing and then we find Well, out and times know. are different too. I yeah. would say, you know, we started businesses five, ten years ago yeah. where when you wanted to advertise, you put an ad in the newspaper. That's yeah. not necessarily yeah. right. the best advertisement yeah. at this point, you know? <laughs> so, um, in fact, I went to go look for local newspapers to do some outreach um, last week and you can't even find the publications, you know? you yeah. there's They're out there. We know that. But they're not as easy to find as they used no. to be. So, I think it's just a whole different business model starting them at different times throughout and then you had covid yeah (laughs) and then covid and then kind of going into it did you each have like did you establish roles going into it or was it kind of i'll just do this together and we'll figure it out as we go a little mix of both but we're lucky in the fact that we've done so many events together we kind of naturally knew what our roles would be yeah you know we've been doing events for other companies right but we also had already, because of doing those events, worked through, well, Bridget's really good at this. This is kind of a strong point. And so with business, it was just, okay, now with the business part of it, the actual back right. end, what is the role? And so, yeah, yeah we're definitely, I think that's ever evolving, but we For were sure. lucky in the fact that we already done things together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are like some of the main roles that you each take on in the business? I would say on my side, I do a lot of the design and fabrication stuff. I have a very handy husband, and we have a shop at our house. Oh, cool. And so a lot of the custom builds and whatnot that we do, um, him and I take on together. Um, And so, and then as she said, I I do a lot of the finding of these unique items. I I find great enjoyment in old and history. And, you know, these items that... Like I bought some chairs not that long ago at an auction and I bought them for like 10 bucks or something. And I came home and I researched and I found out that they were from a company in Los Angeles from the 1950s and they sold for this much and they still had a tag on them. And the more I like dove into history, I turned around and sold them for a hundred (laughs) bucks. And it was this awesome experience. But 
I was more excited about where they came and maybe the life that they lived yeah. than how much I was making. And that sounds yeah. so cheesy, but that stuff just fascinates me. Yeah. And so I think I attached myself to items and builds and things like that. Whereas she talked about, she likes the textures and the fabrics and the glitter. And that is not my house. <laughs> and we like the sawdust. She likes the glitter. That's kind of the, you know, the difference between the two of us. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I, I contribute a lot of the work and the ingenuity of some of our designs to my husband. He really is. We take a lot of ideas to him and we say, this is what we want. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. You guys don't even know. The poor dude. <laughs> We, we went to him probably two, three years ago. We said, hey, we want to hang a chandelier between two buildings. How can we do In that? the middle of the air. Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> it's going to be like 30 feet up, and it's kind of breezy, so it'll be moving a lot. How can we? <laughs> and wow. he figured it out. And he did it? Yeah, yeah he did wow. it. Here we were at, like at midnight, and it's pitch yeah. black, and he's up on a building, you know, doing yeah. his thing. But yeah, he... Or, hey, we want to make a, this room look like a big jellyfish. How do how can we do that? And yeah. he, he figures it out. So yeah. we're really lucky with her husband. That's awesome. <laughs> so is it just you two then? Or does the husband come and help every now and then? Or do you have other employees as no, well? No, the husbands are... This is definitely... Okay. This mm-hmm. is family business. And yeah, when we good. say family business, I don't mean just like us and our husbands. I mean her teenage children have been involved. My six-year-old, just a couple of weeks ago, we had a yard sale. And she's very... She's DecoCrate's biggest fan. She really is. She's convinced she's going to take it over one day. And she was at our yard sale and she was selling water. And at the end of the day, my other daughters wanted to, you know, go spend it on whatever toy or whatever at 7-Eleven. And she brought in her money to us and slid it across the counter. And she wanted to invest in DecoCrate. And so it was like $2.75 or something. And so we took a picture of it and we kind of, you know, giggled about the fact that she wanted to invest in DecoCrate. But (laughs) it really is very, it's required the participation of both families in the fullest amount possible. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, my daughter, I always joke, my daughter's made more off of deco crates than me <laughs> yeah. because I pay her to do these odd jobs, right? Uh, but man, she is not getting paid very much. I had her stand <laughs> down a stage and it took her like eight hours and she got 20 bucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> but she was willing to do it because it's a family business and yeah. she right. wanted to help yeah. and the stage yeah. is beautiful. But man, where we started and where we finished, I kind of felt bad. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah the family's all in. So yeah. it's definitely all of us. That's really cool. Well, I'm happen. curious how much equity $2.75 will get you in Deco. Right? That's what yeah. we need to tell her someday. And might need to invest yeah. a couple right? dollars. Yeah. It's 16 years old. She's going to be like, I'm ready to cash out, Mom. <laughs> Let's do this. Right? Do the kids like being involved? Is it fun to be you know, part of this? Or do they? are they like, come on, Mom, I don't want to do this? depends on the day yeah i think it depends on the project too um again the six-year-old she's more invested than anybody like there's times we are designing a new tablescape or working through something we actually have to ask her to step away from the table because she will step in and move things before i can like she really enjoys it whereas my i have three children total and my other two they could care less but (laughs) they really i think have liked the whole building experience because with every experience that we've built, there's a lot of treats and a lot of food mm-hmm. involved. And so they've kind of gotten to a place where they know when mom's going to work at Deco Crate, at some point in time, there's probably going to be a cupcake or a cookie <laughs> or a macaroon. Or And so I think they're enjoying that part of it. Yeah. But overall, I would say they're, for now, they, they enjoy every piece of it. Yeah. Does it help with you guys, like running a business and know that you're not like totally away from your family all the time, having them be a part of it? Or is it still hard to kind of, I guess, organize your time between working in a business and having time for your family? 
Um, I would say that is the constant struggle yeah. of running a business at home. Is you run a business at home because you want to be available to your family, uh-huh. but then you're available to your family. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when someone's having the meltdown or someone's frustrated or there's, I mean, I have teenagers, so the fight breaks out. Right. <laughs> you, you have to pause whatever you were doing yeah. and be present. And so, you know, switching between that creative brain or that business brain and that home brain can be really hard. For sure. So I think it's both the blessing and the curse of being <laughs> at home and being with family. But uh-huh. I, I mean, I, I'm hopeful that we build a lot of good memories. And I have teenagers and they're pretty cute because they want to pretend like they don't like deco crates and it's annoying. But A, they love the food. Because every time we stage, like she said, there's a whole right. beautiful table of food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and B, they, they talk about it to their friends and they'll take pictures of it and show, send them. So I know they're That's proud cool. of it. So yeah. it's, it's cute, but they pretend like it's not that cool. <laughs> I do think anybody who starts a business um, to have more time at home is really kidding themselves to start, mm-hmm. though. Because I just, I think yesterday we were talking about our guidelines and our parameters because even working together, we have to cohesively have meetings at times and so it was even setting those boundaries for us of okay if we can we're going to start at eight but we both have to be done in time to make dinner Mm -hmm. you know and so I think if you're really going for it in business and really pursuing success you cannot limit yourself to unreasonable expectations that makes sense because Um, I, I went to hair school and I wanted to do hair, but even saying I'm going to do hair because I want to be home with my kids. That's crazy. (laughs) You can't be, you know, in the middle of washing someone's hair and tend to the band aid. (laughs) So I think there's a little bit of flexibility, (laughs) but it is, it's not very realistic. You know, I had the funniest thing happen. Um, we found these little measuring tapes. We measure everything. In case you're wondering, the average size on a deco crate is seven inches for our pieces. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So we had to learn bigger, smaller. Uh-huh. You know, we, we talk about levels and symmetry, and there's a lot of um, design behind what we do. But so we, we measure everything, and I found this cute thing. It says, she designed a life she loved. And I was so excited. I bought Carrie Ann one. I bought myself one. Mm-hmm. Threw it on the purse. That way I could measure wherever we go, whatever we find. And so on Sunday, I was like, I wonder how far this goes. And I pulled it, and I pulled it, and I pulled it out, and it broke. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is, she designed a life she loved, and she broke it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. This is my story, I swear. But then I was actually thinking, this is the perfect analogy for being a business at home. If you, you have to give everything, and yet if you pull too much out, you break it. Yeah. You know. So working from home is such a balance. Of, for sure. You know, using what you've got and and loving your family and putting all in, but then making sure you don't overextend yourself and you don't yeah. break yourself. Yeah. It's a, so we're definitely learning that. I think it's a daily thing. For sure. Every day. It's yeah. the hustle and the muscle of the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To hopefully one day be able to hire other people to do it. Yeah. So is that the goal then, <laughs> to hire other people? The goal is definitely to hire. I did not know I was a website designer until yeah. this. <laughs> and I still would not like to be a website designer. <laughs> so you um, designed the website yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I did the website. We are doing everything. We have not had anyone else yeah. help yeah. in this. We have literally done every piece of this ourselves. There is so much love and heart in this. Mm-hmm. Um, we are truly passionate about, like she said, every piece, every mm-hmm. post, every everything is blood, sweat, and tears from us. Wow. I would love to hire other people to do that. Our long-term goal is actually to franchise out. We want to have deco crates all over, and we've even had people approach us about it saying they'd be interested. We're not ready 
yeah. for that. Right. But, you know, we we need to hustle the business a little more before we can have yeah. someone else do yeah. it. Yeah. But um, yeah, we want to franchise out. We want deco crates all over. Wow, that's really yeah. cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. How do you for, like? How do you advertise and market the, the deco crate? Right now, social media. Mm-hmm. Social media. Yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah, and we're educating. That's one of the things we're learning too. Is even though we've owned several businesses, this is a different business, yeah. and we have different long-term goals with it. And so yeah. we are constantly educating ourselves. I feel like we're not going to be able to keep ahead in this climate unless mm-hmm. we're always educating ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it. Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. Can you dive a bit more into, because like everyone obviously, like social media is the go-to for starting a new business. It's a great way to advertise for little or no money what have you guys done to to be found on social media networking is is huge you Mm -hmm. know who you're talking to and that's why we're trying to find smaller partners right now Mm -hmm. people more like us that so can be really organic the growth um so a lot of networking and just giveaways i would say is probably one of our our top bring people in yeah yeah i would say personal contacts friends and families that have shared um, our company, they have been the heart of our marketing. They really have. When you have a good support circle, when you have good friends, good family that yeah. want to see you succeed, mm-hmm. you do because yeah. of them. Yeah. And so I think it was just last night. Yeah, I posted a thank you to all of those who have liked, loved, acknowledged, commented, anything because they are what's driving us right now. Yeah, It's them. And we do, we're, we're nerdy, so we get emotional almost every time someone tags us or, hey, you should check out Deco Crates yeah. or shares our posts because uh-huh. it really does mean a lot and it For matters. Sure. Yeah. It right. really That's matters. Well, and it's their belief. It's their belief in your success that um, it's so genuine coming mm-hmm. from yeah. them, you know? Because yeah. while well, it seems so easy just to share a post today, a lot of people don't just share yeah. a post. It's just <laughs> yeah, as easy to so not, true. you know? <laughs> And so I think just the fact that they made that extra tap or that extra click, it's everything. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And it just exposes you to a whole new group of people yeah. with all yeah. their friends and followers. So. Yeah. Well, and this is someone who trusts you and they trust that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the know? best yeah. way So there. it is the best. Mm-hmm. It's a really good feeling. Yeah. Even if it's just like one follow, you're like, mm-hmm. we got another follow. It's, <laughs> it's super cool. Yeah. Um, I noticed you guys are on Pinterest too, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you guys mind talking about a bit about that? Because I mean, I know about a lot about advertising on Instagram, Facebook, but Pinterest, I really have no idea. Like, yeah. Well, he's he's kidding. We love Pinterest. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm not is- gonna lie. I've got on a couple times, like you know, 
be a bit more like, oh, I guess I should do something that way. But yeah, no. I, but like, yeah, what is Pinterest? How would you, as a business, how do you promote yourself through Pinterest and get found there? Yeah, so, so Pinterest is still newer to us as a business. But what I learned really quickly, and I told Karen, I said, oh my gosh, Karen, because, you know, I would start, again, networking, start following these mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. that have similar likes and interests and are running similar businesses because we don't feel like we're a competition to really anyone. Right. We feel like we can work with anyone. You're an event planner, use our stuff. You yeah, know, you're, yeah. you're a rental company, we're a piece of that. So yeah. anyway, we like to reach out and I realized there's probably four or five event people on Pinterest and everything stems from them. And they're really all just resharing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a royal that got married. I don't even know who. <laughs> but I tell you, every party person under the sun has shared about this wedding. And it took us a while because at first we're like, man, did they all help with that wedding? Why are they all sharing? No, they're just all resharing each other's stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, people had like parties for that, like yeah. those sort of things. And yeah. so it's like, you guys got to know what the people want. And, yeah. yeah. And to figure out what they want and what's original. I think that's the yeah. big thing is we want to be original we want to be different and so i think our success from pinterest will come you know pinterest you have to really clean pictures Mm -hmm. um you have to have the right networking Uh so where people will share it but i think just different we're going to be different and we won't be those same five sharing the same thing again and again and again for sure so i'm pretty excited about that actually and we're really good, and you know, as a wedding coordinator all those years ago, what I'm really good at is someone shows me a picture of what someone else has done, and then we make it fresh and new. Oh, okay. So we're really good at that, and we've been practicing that for years. And so Pinterest, I'm always like, yeah, we, we can do that, but we can do it better. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rose, you might have to jump on the, the Pinterest bandwagon now. You know, I've really been thinking about it. I keep downloading it, deleting it, downloading <laughs> it, deleting it, but... No, Pinterest, it's addicting. Once you're yeah. in there, yeah. It's well, there's some cool rabble. stuff. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've been like, oh, I want a new haircut. I'm going to go on uh-huh. Pinterest. I'll see what they got. So. <laughs> <laughs> my 15 year old son is like, dude, you need a style. Yeah. And he's like, I'm mom, I don't know how to find it. Pinterest, buddy. Let's yeah. go. 15 year old style. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so, you mentioned that you kind of started right when. COVID kind of took over our world and really shut everything down. So talk to us about how that's impacted business getting started in such a crazy time. I think it's impacted us a lot because people think they're not having parties, but they're totally having parties. Mm -hmm. If you have a one-year-old, you're still going to celebrate their birthday, even if it's smaller. You know, now everyone's having micro weddings, micro events. I feel like I keep calling us we're the pandemic party. Like yeah. literally, we're perfect. You don't have to go to all the stores yeah. anymore. Oh yeah. You don't have to worry about sanitization. We're gonna do it all for you. Yeah. You don't even have to have contact with us. You want us to drop the crate on your door? We could do that. Right. You know, yeah. like we are perfect for a pandemic. But changing the perception of people, I think, is our biggest challenge. That's sure. what I was gonna say. Is it's also tricky too because while people are still having parties, they're not necessarily showing off their parties on social media. <laughs> And that's different because usually you design this big, beautiful party if you're intending to show it off or, you Mm -hmm. know, to scrapbook it or or market. And so um, I think people are still partying. It's just not as public right now. I'm like, look at me. We just threw a big party. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When like you should because it's like 
show people that you, you're still having fun during this mm-hmm. hard time with the limited number of people. Like, oh, right. there's only 10 people, mm-hmm. but, but we're having magical. a ton of fun and it was magical. <laughs> yeah. There's unicorns. And yep. yeah, so that's what I keep thinking. We had a, we had one of our friends actually, cause we we're talking about friends and business rent a crate from us for her daughter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And she set it up at night so that when her daughter woke up in the morning, she woke up into this, uh, it was our frozen crate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she woke up to this really beautiful tablescape and she videoed it. It was like Christmas. It was so cute. It was yeah, so that's cute. Cool. That's so, awesome. yeah, we, like I said, we're all about the magic. And so if you're doing a smaller gathering, why wouldn't you right. have that? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Obviously, there's a lot of businesses that have struggled through this and like through no fault of their own. There's just nothing they can do about it. But it's really cool to talk to a couple of businesses who have been able to not only survive, but thrive through through this and find ways to either adjust their business or just starting out to kind of capitalize on some of the things that are going on and still see success in that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's tricky. Well, and I think COVID has provided something that we have had a loss for for a long time, and that's time in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now that we've had time, while you may feel the financial hit through a business, it has allowed you to refine some of your business strategies right. and work through marketing and develop new ideas because you have that time. And so I think through the gift of grace of time for us, it has allowed us, since we just launched, to really build the solid platforms and the designs yeah. And everything that we have so that the second, you know, people are ready to party, we're ready to take them on. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And time, especially, she talks about time. She was slotted to start at a salon Mm -hmm. right as COVID hit. Literally got a job. And then the governor said, no, we're not doing salon Uh, stuff like the next (laughs) week. Not... I mean, I think you work one day in the salon. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I was working at a school, and they downsized their employees. So we literally went from full-time jobs to this. this. Which Which isn't a bad thing. It's just, it's a new world. And it's, like, scary, and it's like, oh, no, like, this really sucks. But then it's like, well, I might as well just, like, make the most of it and, like, figure it out. And it is almost like a blessing because it gave you that time to be able to focus more. And it forces you to do something else, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we really, we were like, well, let's go for it. I mean, what what do we have to lose at this point? We lost our jobs. We have nothing to lose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we really saw it as a make it or break it moment. But we are, you know, making it or break, you can say I'm going to make it or break it. It's a choice. And we are going to choose to make it. Yeah. We're going to make this work. Awesome. Plus, if you can start a business in a pandemic, like imagine what you can do when That's what we keep saying. We can make this work now. We are rock stars in the long term. This is great. Yeah, just a confidence booster alone is is awesome. Strong woman challenge and you guys are winning at it. So that's good. We're definitely fighting. That's good. So what's the the ultimate goal? I know you mentioned like franchising, but what are some other goals? Like what does the future look like for Deco Crate? We've talked about a couple different ideas. I mean, right now we curate different themes for people um, and we make it very ready to assemble for people. And it's a very, we take the creativity out of it for those who don't necessarily want to do it. Yeah. But we also identify that there's the possibility that people do want to be more involved in that creative process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have talked about maybe one day letting them build their own crate, you know, looking at our 10, 15 themes, whatever we have out, and then maybe saying, I want that tablecloth, but I want that popcorn machine, but I'd like that element, you know, and let them really take charge of their own party oh, okay. and build it so that they still have the opportunity to get those things at um, a smaller cost, but be in charge of their party. Yeah. And so yeah. I think maybe we'll kind of work into a model like that. But for right now, um, 
I think we're just starting with our themes, but that allows a whole different thing because I think at that point in time, you could have a retail space so that they are like hands-on, yeah. you know, building their own crate. Yeah. So like a build a bear, but for a, yeah, yeah. Right. So but for like your you party, yeah. Your crate and really yep. cool. yeah, you get your table cloth, yeah. Get, yeah. That's and we've already awesome. talked about how we design the store because again, we're designers. We love that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So, well, and the, the, we'd have these kind of shelves and these kind of tables, and yeah, we talked about that. Our, our long term goal, we want to be. It's a culture shift, you know, to rent a party in a crate and just have it come. This is a shift in how you oh, think yeah. about events and yeah. parties. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be the person that provides that shift and we want to be considered experts in the industry. We yeah. want to be those yeah. people, you know. I don't want to be a Martha Stewart. I want to be my version of <laughs> yeah. it. Uh-huh. But I want to be known like Martha yeah. Stewart, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it's just kind of the trend, the way things are going. Like why invest all this money into buying something you're going to use once right? instead of just rent it. Yeah. yeah. And it looks better. And like she said, we want you to take the credit. We yeah. want you to feel right, yeah. and like, yeah. look at this amazing yeah. thing I did. And it know? saves time, too, from yeah. finding everything. Well, so it's interesting. We just shot our video for our summer crate last Saturday. We did a party, and we used it as an excuse to... It was a family party. It was small. <laughs> but uh, we did a party for a family member, and so we used it as an excuse to shoot how to set up a crate. Uh-huh. I did it, the whole video, the whole video with a quick introduction and then the video is four minutes i mean so if you know what oh, you're doing quick. the crate goes up quick yeah, yeah. but yeah. i would say that on our back end it probably in total took us two weeks to assemble mm-hmm. decide and execute this idea yeah. you know to really understand the design and where it was going so after we gathered the pieces we yeah, already, i mean that I took weeks and creating and but actually, she's right. We usually restage a crate, what, two, three times before we're like, yes, this is the design this is where that going. we want to put out. That's yeah, it's cool. a lot of work. And another thing for I us. think <laughs> for us, too, that we like to show people is we do have a cost breakdown of what the cost would be if you did oh, it. Oh, if you did it on So your if you go buy this vintage elephant, if you go buy this popcorn maker, if you go buy this gold monkey statue that we have <laughs> i'm thinking of our circus crate yeah. if you go buy all these things it's going to cost you in excess of 650 dollars. Yeah. that is the retail value on this and it's important for people to understand that because also you know when you're renting you are a lot more careful if you understand the value of the items that you mm-hmm. are borrowing but when you're renting it from us and it's only 150 dollars it, it it's really nice to visually see for sure what you're yeah. you know what you're saving there yeah that's awesome that's really cool that's awesome I kind of had one more question that I should have asked a while ago, but like we got onto something else. How, like going back to like when you have those conversations where it's like, all right, we need to like be serious, figure this out. How do you like separate like the sister side of it and like make it like business partners and be like, all right, how do we figure this out? And let's not get our like family relationship in the way of this. It's like, who wants to take that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of pausing, though. Yeah. Like, I would say that one of our strengths in both of us is that we are really good at thinking before speaking. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of times where when things end weird or when there's maybe a disagreement or whatever, we don't necessarily address it immediately. We kind of step away from it. And then it's like, I'll shoot her a text later. I'm like, okay, now I'm ready to talk. (laughs) And it's not an argument. It's just I needed that time to really put together my thoughts of business versus family. And I would say she does the same too. And she'll be like, yeah, I know. I was thinking about that too. Um, Just because I don't think we're naive. We know there's going to be creative differences, 
you know, financial discussions, things that get uncomfortable. Um, But I think it's just really important and something that's going to be ever evolving for us. But remembering just to really process before speaking. Yeah, really how she described it is how it goes. When we did, I mentioned the stage my daughter did, we had a disagreement about, it's so, because we're detail-oriented, the things we disagree about are goofy, right? But about what color the stage should be. And I had a pretty strong vision, and she had a pretty strong vision, and the unicorn was going to go on this, and it was important, darn it. Um, (laughs) And so it took a few days of kind of coming and then backing off, and coming at it and then backing off. And then one of the things, too, we've learned is that just figuring out as far as priority, okay, in this particular crate, if she's put the most love into it, maybe it let her have the say, the final say on this thing. Or this particular website thing, if I've spent the 20 hours on it and I feel passionate about something, maybe let me have that because, right. you know. So I think that's one of the things, too, that we've realized is who's ever taken the lead on that project if they truly feel passionate about something, it's okay to allow them that. Yeah. And we don't have to input our thing. So. It's almost designating a small like project manager to it mm-hmm. and respecting the creative differences. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But so. yeah, it was, it's been tricky at times. I, I think working on other events for other companies helped us mm-hmm. because we were working in professional capacities and we mm-hmm. couldn't let family get in the way. And for sometimes sure. it still did. And then we'd have to work through it. And so now that we're business partners, just us, we had that gift of working through it already but it also i would say is limiting those boundaries that we've set with personal life and family life even mm-hmm. within earlier we don't talk deco crate on sunday we i mean there may still be rentals out on sunday but as far as business discussions we have limited sundays to just family That's and cool. we have important. to do that mm-hmm. because Saturday night, usually there's an event and we're tired and we're cranky. And I'm sure there's a hundred thoughts that are going to flow if we start talking at that point. But it all needs to be saved for Monday. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, you're going to work yourself seven days a week and never have that emotional break. Yeah, and you'll burn out eventually. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'll tell you, it's like the tape measure. You just rip Uh it out and you're Uh done and you're broken. How do you you like block it off? Because that's something I struggle with too. Like Even if I try to take a day off, my mind is still going, thinking about business. Honestly, we have to help each other a lot. Like, I'll text him, like, never mind, we're not talking about that. <laughs> yeah, you because know, your mind is hard, yeah. and mm-hmm. we try and shift our focus to our family. You know, watch a movie with the family, play a game with the family, because yeah. if you're engaged with something else, you can't be, at least that's what I do, I have to. My brain's going 100 miles an hour all the time, mm-hmm. so, you know, like, Sundays at our house have become big movie days and game days where I'm with the family actually doing something, yeah. or else I'm, I will spin on deco crates. I mean, yeah. it's our passion, so we love thinking about it anyway. Yeah. You know, for sure. Cool. Well, uh, before we kind of wrap up here today, we have a fun little game we're going to play with you guys. Um, So how it's going to go is we have a minute on the clock and you guys have to answer as many questions as possible. So it's going to be like a rapid fire, just questions about you guys and your likes and preferences. So we'll just switch off asking. You guys can just switch off answering. Um, All right, Riggle, start us off in three, two, one. Superpower you should have. I fly. (laughs) Uh, music turn on, you turn on when nobody's listening. Rap. Rap? <laughs> Rap, yeah. I do uh, opera. Stuck on an island, what would you bring? Food. Uh, just macarons. That's <laughs> what I want. Uh, if you could have dinner with anyone in time, who would it be? Uh, We're really good under pressure, as you can tell. Sorry. Probably, <laughs> probably one of my grandparents, because I really miss them. That's cool. Yeah. Um, favorite business book? Favorite business book? Oh, gosh. I don't even know. 
I don't have a favorite business book. How horrible is that? <laughs> favorite book then? Uh, the Goose Girl by Shannon Hale. Okay. Sure. Uh, TV show you could binge watch. The Office. Um, most ridiculous fact you know. Most ridiculous. A Hemi Demi Semi Quaver is a 70 second note. Or 70, yeah, 70 second note. Okay. <laughs> if you could swim in any liquid, what would it be? Dr. Pepper. Dr. <laughs> Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we're, we're done. Hey, All not right. bad, not yeah, bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> it would definitely be Dr. Pepper for you. <laughs> No, no questions. Just right on that. <laughs> that was the one that was automatic. Yeah. <laughs> other than water, what other liquid is there? I don't yeah. know. I feel like the go-to answer for that is Jello. People say really? Jello. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Pepper? It, no. Okay. Jello would feel Maybe you funky. could turn Dr. Pepper into Jello. Uh, it's just corn syrup. I'm now like visualizing my hair after that, but oh, that'd be oh. gross. <laughs> that'd be um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on today. It's been yeah, super fun. You. I did want to ask right before we close up here, if both of you had just had like one piece of advice for our listeners, for you know, young entrepreneurs that are getting ready to get started or just getting started in their business, what would you say to them? I would say let go of the fear. Let go of the fear because fear will hold you back. And I was just telling my husband last night, creativity can't flow with fear and negativity. Yeah. And so you've got to let go of any fear and any negativity and with that you can move forward. Awesome. I would say keep going. It sounds so simple, but right. every single day during rough patches you're going to wake up and think it's not worth it. You don't mm -hmm. want to keep going. Um, but just keep at it because at the end of a day when it doesn't feel worth it, the next day will present a moment that shows you that it was. So just keep going. Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. Well said. Well, how about you tell our listeners where they can find you, website, social media? Well, we're on all of it, as you said. Uh, we're on right. YouTube at Deco Crate. We're oh, on wow. Pinterest at Deco Crate. Awesome. Um, our Instagram is Deco underscore Crate. Our Facebook is Deco dash Crate. Awesome. Um, we're, we are everywhere, and we would love people to come see what we're doing and be part of it. Yeah. Especially at the open house, because I yeah. really think the open house will be one of the limited opportunities we have where you can see everything at once mm -hmm. yeah so, so tell us real, real quickly when and where that is again okay so the open house is um here in gilbert it's 1417 east horseshoe avenue it's from three to eight and you can either see it online our instagram at the deco underscore crate mm -hmm. or you can come live and see it and it will be all uh seven crates with a few extra pieces that we've already started on for the next season and we're nice. really excited nice. awesome. and yeah. there will also be um the snacks from the local vendors that we've yep. partnered with that people will be able to sample okay. yeah we're going to try and do all of this you know socially safe there will cool. be masks yeah. wearing and things like that but our local vendors have they've been so great because like we said they you know have started all during covid with us as yeah. well so you'll get to not only support us but support all of, all them, of them and get to meet them as well Perfect. Well, yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys there and yep. seeing you at our next uh, Local Hustles podcast party. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, thanks again for coming on. We've definitely learned a lot having yeah. you guys here today. Thank and you. Uh, we'll catch you all next week. Thanks,